Blog Talk Radio. Welcome home, Natural Health Nation. Great to have you with us this Sunday evening. Hopefully you're in good health and hopefully you're not too stressed out. This has been a crazy time for the entire nation, the entire world, I guess I could say. Great to have you with us, though. We're talking tonight about effective natural strategies for overcoming the stress of coronavirus. We've heard every statistical tidbit. We've heard just about every opinion and every angle imaginable when it comes to the coronavirus. We're all suffering from coronavirus burnout, informationally speaking. But there's no question about the fact the stress component is something we need to hear about. That's what we're doing tonight. It's been a crazy time. Lockdowns, entry bans, sports and entertainment, school closings, social distancing, economic upheaval. It's just been crazy. And I feel like America has already been stressed out sufficiently long before this ever happened. But between the stress that we've already experienced and that we tend to chronically experience in this country, and then this on top of everything, it's just been quite a lot for a lot of people to contend with. So we're going to try to give you some viable solutions. Again, this is about hope. This is about positivity. It's about solutions. It's about logic. It's not about reaction. It's about action. It's not about neurosis. It's not about instabilities. It's about grounded, safe, logical approaches to dealing with conflict, especially with regards to natural medicines. That's what we're doing tonight. The St. Louis Behavioral Medical Institute recently stated that virtually all Americans suffer adverse reactions from stress, and that stress can lead to heart disease, asthma, Alzheimer's, IBS, Parkinson's, MS, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, etc. So of the 155 autoimmune diseases that we contend with every day of our lives in this country, stress plays a significant role in virtually all these autoimmune diseases. Autoimmune disease is predominantly a stress-borne condition. According to the Center for Disease Control, 90%, 90% of the 1 billion patient doctor visits in this country each year are directly related to stress. 90% of the 1 billion doctor visits. So stress is something we're no stranger to, that's for sure. And I think that there's also some interesting data here that furthers that. 70% of Americans, I found this a staggering number, 70% of Americans have experienced trauma. 70% have experienced trauma. 20% of those people go on to experience PTSD, 13 million of us suffer from chronic post-traumatic stress disorder, which is a crippling stress disorder. 40 million Americans suffer from chronic anxiety, 40 million. 17 million Americans suffer from depression. 55 suffer from chronic stress. There's no question about the fact that we're overwhelmed in this country. 77% of Americans suffer from stress. 73% suffer from stress that affects their mental being, their mental composition. 77% of Americans suffer from stress that affects their physical body. It has a direct corollary to the disease, to their symptoms, to their inflammation, to their physical illness, to their physical incapacitation. And 33% of Americans experience extreme stress. So this is nothing new to us. But I have some some thoughts about this, kind of bring us up to date with today's problems. I'd say that medicine is broken down into two components, two major branches, two different approaches, I should say, to, to performing medicine in this country. One is intervention. The other one is prevention. One is action-based. One is reaction-based. 
So I think that the, the traditional approach to dealing with medical problems has a lot to do with why we feel helpless and hopeless, why, we, why we're breeding stress, one of the reasons we're breeding stress. Intervention is orthodox medicine by nature. Prevention is holistic medicine. And again, prevention is action-based, where we take herbs to, to defeat viruses, for example, such as the case that we're contending with right now. If you look around the media right now, if you just observe television, the news, the print news, the, the various news outlets, you'll find that there are no solutions that are being proposed that reflect natural medicine at all. None of them. That's the way we practice medicine in this country. And the way we're practicing medicine has a lot to do with what we're going through right now in this conflict. The only solutions embraced by the establishment are pharmaceutical. There are no studies based on herbs, food supplements, and yet there are studies. As we pointed out in this program in the past two or three weeks, there are viable studies performed around this world clearly indicated that there are herbs that, that interfere with the replication of viruses, such as the coronavirus. I know viruses mutate. I'm aware of that. I know that this, this virus has mutated. I know it's, it's taken on many different forms. It's pleomorphic. I understand that. But keep in mind, all viruses have to replicate. That's their way of reproducing, if you will. And there are herbs that have been found in viable studies and research programs from around this world. Well, the most recent one that I mentioned in our program a couple weeks ago was British Vancouver, researcher and British researchers in British Vancouver, Canada, that found an herb, a series of herbs and natural supplements that in fact exhibited the capacity to interfere with the replication process the coronavirus. This is 1995 edition. Again, I understand fully well we're talking about different strains. And these strains are representative of mutations and pleomorphic changes. Be that as it may, viruses have to replicate, all viruses, to, to, to sustain themselves, to continue. And this is a fact that I think we need to fully understand, that there are natural supplements, there are herbs, that have the capacity to interfere with the process of replication. Now, I can almost hear some people throwing up their hands out there saying that we shouldn't be talking like this, but listen to what I'm going to say to you. There are no other action-based, prevention-based solutions being presented. That's not the system of medicine that we have. It doesn't work that way. They're waiting for intervention. Their prevention is strictly in the form of vaccine. That's it. That's it. And by the way, vaccines have a hard time keeping up with pleomorphic virus shifts as well. So even after they do come up with a vaccine, the markets may improve, clearly from, from the news of the, the vaccine presence, but the vaccine may not be as dependable as you'd like it to be. Because as we said a little while ago, viruses pleomorphically change their, change their presence, change their form. They mutate. That's why many different flu vaccines don't work that great because viruses shift and change their form. So my point is to strengthen the human immune system with supplementation, with directives from the, the, the powers to be, to inspire Americans, to educate them, to teach them, to strengthen their immune system, to eat better, to correct their pH. We've had shows on pH that the coronavirus is dependent upon an acidic pH. We, we showed you studies on that last week. We talked about it. The key is we're not educating the public. We're not putting the power in the hands of the public. We're not strengthening the public's purchasing power, capability of dealing with their own problems by, by using herbs that are viable, that get again, have the power to stop the replication process, interfere with the replication process of viruses in general, we have a number of different 
food-based natural medicine supplements, food supplements. They've been studied worldwide over the last 50 years that have exhibited the capacity to make life miserable for viruses. I understand this is the big bad wolf. I understand that they've played this thing beyond control. That The media has, has gone out of bounds with this. I think that the American public has gone out of bounds with it. I think the focal point should be we grow from this experience. We evolve. We become a better country from it. And in that process, we need to embrace preventive medicine, not just intervention, not just reaction, but action, to, to make sure that our public is informed about how they can strengthen their immune system, how they can strengthen, strengthen their hygiene, how they can strengthen and support their bodies with natural supplementation, proper diet and pH, how they can on their own empower themselves to be primary players in this process, not to just be home helplessly and hopelessly wondering and hoping and praying and wishing. That's no way to lead a country. It's extremely important in my estimate that we empower the public with natural medicine, with the wisdom of what to do, what to take, how to eat, how to better care for themselves. You're listening to the Natural Health Show. My name is Mark Mincola. We're going to come back after a short break, and we're going to resume with effective natural strategies for overcoming the stress of coronavirus. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It has to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating, The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Welcome back. Great to have you with us. We're talking to you tonight about effective natural strategies for overcoming the stress of coronavirus. And Chile is breeding stress. There's no question about that. It's my contention that helplessness and hopelessness are the breeding grounds of the highest level of stress. And I think that to, to allow us to be helpless and hopeless and just dependent exclusively on the powers to be is the greatest source of stress that we could ever imagine. I think that if you empower the American public with better information, with a broader context of information, with availabilities for safe use of natural food supplements that are FDA-approved, over-the-counter health food store stuff, and can use those things properly along with proper diet to strengthen, their, to strengthen the immune system, to present some defense at some level against the replication process of viruses, like we said last week with pH and stuff like that. I think that's the way to go. That's why we're trying to kind of start off this process tonight by saying, look, the stress of the coronavirus to me begins with the way we're thinking about it, the way we're treating it or not treating it, the way we're treating the American public, I guess I'd say, the way that we're being led. We're not being led in an empowering way. We're not being led in an action-based way. We're not being led in a preventive type 
manner where we can feel confident about the fact that we're taking herbs and supplements that have been viably studied that give us a stronger potential for prevention of this virus. And, you know, the other thing is I want to say, by the way, that the numbers have been kind of crazy if you really think about it. As of this morning, 3,045 cases in the United States, 60 deaths, 56 recoveries, the mortality rate of 2%. A lot of people are, of course, pointing to the Italian figure. The Italian numbers, of course, pretty, pretty hard numbers to contend with. But I'll tell you this, the average age of the Italian death from the coronavirus is age 81. That's the average age, 81. So you can tell me about how horrible the numbers are. And that is a horrible thing. There's no question about it. There's nobody that could deny that. But to pay attention to the figures in between the figures, the fact that we're talking about 81-year-old being the average age of death is pretty incredible. The other thing I learned from those studies in Italy, those figures in Italy, Two-thirds of those who died from the coronavirus in Italy, two-thirds of those who died had three pre-existing health conditions, high blood pressure, diabetes, and heart disease. Two-thirds of those who died in the Italian, in Italy from from this virus, two-thirds of them actually had high blood pressure, diabetes, and heart disease. Average age, 81. So, I mean, there's some... There's some caveats here we need to be clear about. I think we need to be prepared. I think we need to be prepared in in far better ways than we're presently prepared. I think we need to be prepared in much more capable ways. Again, if you have pre-existing conditions, we need to be working more on the pre-existing conditions. You want to prevent pre-existing conditions. That's all the better in my book. But I want to just kind of go over that real quickly. so, to me, the action versus reaction figure is a, is a huge component. I think we need, we need to be thinking about action, not reaction. It's the first thing I think of in my world when I think of action. I can't tell you the number of people that I see every day and every week for 37 years who told me that their condition that, that I'm working, treating them with, getting working with them on, is improving with diet with nutritional supplements. Tens of thousands of people, tens of thousands of people over 37 years, a variety of conditions such as heart disease, diabetes, high blood pressure, on and on and on, cancer. So many of these patients improve. You know that. You know what I'm doing. And a lot of people are aware of what I'm doing. The point is food supplementation and foods are making a difference in all these great cases. Why then are we not incorporating this into our day-to-day medical reality, into our day-to-day national health reality? Why aren't we educating the national public how to get this information as well? Why do people have to come here to do this? Why can't we just make this a national forum, national conversation? This is a great opportunity for us to grow, to evolve, to become stronger, to become wiser, to invoke a more expansive approach to dealing with prevention in the American public. So when these issues come back, We'll be ready for them. We'll be healthier. We'll be more. We'll be more equipped. Be stronger and healthier immunologically, and more capable of dealing with the replication process as well. Like I said, hampering the replication process is key. We can do that with pH supplementation, foods, etc. One of the things I did tonight is to empower my listeners. Put together an antiviral, a page of antiviral dietary notes for starters. It's a known given fact that the following five nutrients are antiviral. It's a known studied reality. It's documented scientifically. These following five nutrients are antiviral. They are zinc, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, and the amino acid called lysine. I'll say them again. Zinc, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, and lysine. Now, if these are antiviral nutrients and they come from foods, can we understand that by using high concentrations of the foods that are high in these nutrients, we're actually building up a catalog in our chemistry of antiviral biochemistry 
So I made some notes. The foods that are highest in vitamin A, spinach, carrots, broccoli, winter squash, salmon, cantaloupe, mangoes, dried apricots. I'll say that again. The foods highest in vitamin A, spinach, carrots, broccoli, winter squash, salmon, cantaloupe, mango, dried apricots. Those foods are all super high in vitamin A. Vitamin A is an antiviral nutrient, period. And when you look at it, you want to increase the buildup of your, your vitamin A in your system. Also, we mentioned vitamin C. Again, broccoli, tomatoes, guava, kiwi, bell peppers, strawberry, oranges, strawberries, and papaya. Those are the highest in vitamin C. I'll say them again. Broccoli, guava fruit, kiwi fruit, bell peppers, strawberries, oranges, strawberries, papaya fruit, tomatoes, kale also. Kale has a lot of vitamin C. I didn't want to forget kale. So you've got nutrients galore in these foods. Vitamin E, another antiviral nutrient. Avocado. Spinach shows up again. So spinach has shown up in vitamin A, vitamin C, and vitamin E. High concentrations of spinach, Swiss chard, watercress, winter squash, beet greens, and trout. Trout. So these are all foods that are extremely high in the antiviral nutrient capacity. So we can actually be building up stores in our body, in our chemistry, storing up high levels of antiviral nutrients. You know, it's a, it's a curious thing. One person, I always used to say this is Lyme disease, you know, same story with Lyme disease. You can have one person bit with a Lyme tick, and the same person standing next to them bit by the same tick. One gets sick and the other one doesn't. So there is that unique factor of autoimmunity a unique factor of immune support within a given individual. It's going to vary from person to person. So to have a strong, viable immune system has got to be the the core key to this whole process. It's the beginning of of turning this thing around. Let's see here. Also, I made some notes on antiviral foods, foods that have high concentrations of lysine. Let's talk about that for a minute. I mentioned in the past that there's an amino acid called arginine, A-R-G-I-N-I-N-E, arginine. It's a protein component, A-R-G-I-N-I-N-E. A lot of bodybuilders use it, increases testosterone, it has some good quality. But unfortunately, it dramatically increases the strength of retroviruses. And with this particular coronavirus, we're talking about a retrovirus, which means it's an RNA virus. It's not a DNA virus. It's a mutate quite easily. It's an RNA virus. It can't stand up to high concentrations of lysine, high concentrations of pH, alkalinity pH, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E. These are our ways to, to, to fight the fight from the natural, preventive, action-based, holistic perspective. This is going to make the public stronger, this awareness educating them about nutrients, educating about the power of nutrients, the availability of nutrients, the capacity of foods to carry these nutrients into our bodies and to strengthen our, our support systems biochemically. So the following foods that I'd recommend that you use that are high in lysine, that are low in arginine, that's the key. Lysine antagonizes arginine. So you want the lysine to be at a higher ratio in your body than arginine. There again, there have been studies that show that when there's the 2.5 to 1 ratio of lysine to arginine in your chemistry, it's pretty hard for a virus to replicate. It's pretty hard for a virus to spread. So you want to be 2.5 to 1 lysine to arginine. Poultry, egg whites, not, not egg yolks. Egg yolks are very high in arginine. Forget those. I'll talk about that more in a minute. So the foods that are the highest in lysine to protect us against viruses, poultry, egg whites, seafood and shellfish, most vegetables, avocados, cranberry, lime, garlic, green tea, ginger, 
dark, dark, especially dark green leafy vegetables, parsley. Um, and we mentioned zinc a minute ago. There's nothing higher in zinc than oysters, so hopefully you like oysters. All vegetables and whole grain products have zinc in them, but there's nothing that has more zinc than oysters. So let's go back to the idea that you got to be careful about arginine, A-R-G-I-N-I-N-E, arginine. You want to avoid those foods that have arginine because they're going to increase the replication of an RNA virus. They're going to support the virus. They're going to strengthen the virus. Brussels sprouts, nuts, and seeds. These are negatives. Negatives. Avoid these. Brussels sprouts, nuts, and seeds, egg yolks, corn and corn products like corn sweeteners, etc. Whole wheat, soybeans, brown rice, most grains like oatmeal, and chocolate. That's one that everybody hates hearing, and that's a killer. The chocolate is very high in arginine. If you got a retrovirus, or you're trying to keep the viruses at bay, you need to be cautious about the chocolate. Read those again. These are foods high in arginine that should be avoided if you're looking to put the kibosh on a retrovirus. Brussels sprouts, all nuts and seeds. People ask about what about things like almonds? Yes. Look, I know, I know every food has a food value. I understand that. What I do is called applied nutritional therapy. That is, we're trying to isolate specific foods for specific people's conditions because foods have so many different varieties of nutrients in them. They can be beneficial or problematic, depending on which nutrients they're stockpiled. So these are foods that have high arginine concentrations. High arginine concentrations are unbelievably problematic when it comes to retroviruses. These will strengthen viruses. Trust me when I tell you that. Anybody that's ever had a herpetic virus, herpes, fever blisters and things like that, a lot of people have herpes. Millions, millions of Americans have herpes. You eat nuts, corn products, egg yolks, you know your herpetic virus spreads. That's because of arginine. It's the arginine in the egg, 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 egg yolks. And egg whites are fun. The egg yolks are a problem. These are the following foods you want to avoid that have arginine. Brussels sprouts, nuts and seeds, egg yolks, corn, whole wheat, soybean products, brown rice, oatmeal, uh, chocolate. Those are, those are your highest in arginine. So you got to be careful of those foods. As we said earlier, we're going to go over one more time the foods that are beneficial, the foods that are very low in arginine, the foods that are very high in lysine. Those are important. So the following are good foods again. These are foods I'd recommend that you use poultry, egg whites, safe, seafood, shellfish, most vegetables, avocado. Lettuce, lime, cranberry, green tea, ginger, oysters, dark poultry is also high in zinc. I forgot to mention that earlier. So interestingly enough, dark chicken, chicken legs, dark chicken meat, dark poultry meat is very high in zinc. So the two highest sources of zinc are oysters and dark poultry. So it all starts with diet, and I think that's, that's the key. You have power over diet. You have the ability to make a difference with this process by understanding how you can use the right foods to, to make the right difference. Also, we, we mentioned last week's show about pH. Viruses are pH sensitive. Don't forget that. That's one of the most core issues that you can possibly ever imagine. Viruses are pH sensitive. They require acidity to release their genome. He told you that they insert their genome into your genome. That's how they spread. That's how it spreads. But in order for that to happen, the environment has to be acidic. They cannot spread their genome in an alkaline environment. That's important to remember. And of all the viruses, the coronavirus is extremely pH sensitive. Extremely pH. No question about that. The various strains that have been studied, the 229E, the the MHVA. So they've studied a number of different strains, and they're all very dependent upon acidosis. So I always tell patients, check your pH from time to time, at least two or three times a week. Get your pH strips done to help restore 
urinate on the strips first thing in the morning, one, two days a week, just to check your numbers. You want to be between 6.4 and 6.8. I up against the break time. This is a hard break. So my name is Mark Mincoli. Listening to the Natural House, I heard only on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday nights at 8. Hope you join us every Sunday. Love having you with us. We're talking to you tonight about effective natural strategies for overcoming the stress of coronavirus. And it is getting stressful. It doesn't have to be any worse than it is. You can make a difference. You have the power. We'll be back with more information. Stay tuned. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit so as to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating, The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Hi, welcome back. Good to have you with us. Hopefully you're healthy and doing well in spite of all that you're surrounded by. Hopefully your family's healthy and well, all your loved ones. These are crazy times, but I contend that there's always a solution for every problem. It doesn't matter what the problem is, there's always a solution for it. They come together. Everything's holistic in the universe. Yin and yang are part of one, one wholeness, one part of one whole picture. You can't have a problem unless there's a solution that's strapped to it. You can't have yin without yang. You can't have black without white. You can't have the good without the bad. So we're going through a lot of stuff right now. But again, there are solutions. You just have to find your way to them. You have to dig a little bit harder. You have to work a little bit harder to engage them. But it's it's available. I think that first things first, the stress of this particular situation, I believe, is is largely rooted in hopelessness and helplessness. Those are the breeding grounds of stress, in my opinion. At least if you felt empowered, wisdom is power. You know that. Knowledge is power. If you, if the public at least was being empowered, empowered, taught, educated, supported about how to take exemplary care of themselves, I think that it would make a significant difference in the spirit of this country. If we train people to deal with action, not to be victims of reaction, to be focused on prevention, not dependent upon intervention. Again, intervention often happens when it's too late. Prevention is, engages wisdom at a protective level. And I think that we have the ability to prevent, to take action, to be self-empowered, to be less helpless, be less hopeless, and to be more engaged in our own defense, to be engaged more in our own process of wellness not to be waiting for the, quote, experts to, to, to sanction every every move we make. I just feel like we need to be better supplied with information that's capable of making a difference in our lives. Again, the only solutions embraced by the establishment will be pharmaceutical, unfortunately. You know, it's kind of like most of our solutions if not all our solutions in this country, health-wise anyway, are based on 
controlled medications, controlled substances. There's no studies that we're doing on herbs. There's no studies we're doing on food supplements. That's because the pharmaceutical countries, pharmaceutical world is running the country, in my opinion. There's a lot of people that I think agree with that, understand that the process that there needs to be a blending of medicine, a true viable blending. We need the pharmaceutical approach. We need the establishment approach. But we also need more of a preventive set of solutions for the average American just to make a difference in preventing. There's nobody that would tell you, no expert in this country, no expert in, this, in the world, that would ever tell you that being healthier, being more hygienically sound, being immunologically more stable, eating properly, hydrating, alkalizing yourself, taking good care of your body, taking your supplementation, doesn't make a difference in terms of who gets this virus and who doesn't get this virus. And, and not only that, but who succumbs to it. It's not just about the enemy, folks. It's about the fort. you got a beautiful fortress. It's an incredibly powerful miracle machine. But it has to be properly maintained. It has to be properly supplied with what it needs to peak at its highest level. That takes the helplessness and the hopelessness and the stress out of everything, in my opinion. So it begins with diet, nutrition, supplementation, alkalization. Now, there's another component to stress. It's the emotional component. It's the mental component. I wanted to talk about that. It's something called NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. It's a remarkable science. It's been popular since about the mid-1970s. Richard Bandler is the founding father of neuro-linguistic programming. It's remarkable as a stress agent, as a stress tool, as a tool to modify your, your stress mentally and emotionally. What it boils down to is this. Your words and your visions have a great deal to do with your stress. Your words that make up your self-dialogue. We all have self-dialogue. You're speaking thinking billions, just think about this, your, so your, your conscious mind processes 2,000 bits of information per second. That's your conscious mind, 2,000 bits of information per second. Your unconscious mind, 400 billion, 400 billion thoughts per second. So our thoughts are just continual, 90% of which are negative, 90% of which are negative. So our words make up our self-dialogue. Our self-dialogue has a direct and a powerful effect on our nervous system, which in terms has a powerful effect on our immune system. So we have to reformat our words from time to time. The idea is to make sure that we actually reformat with words, with thoughts, with visions, the positive, the counterbalance, the negative thoughts, the 90% negative thoughts, again, keep in mind, 400 billion bits of information per second. That's what your mind, your subconscious mind is going through. 400 billion thoughts per second, bits of information per second. Loaded, 90% of which is negative. So a lot of our nervous system, a lot of our immune system, essentially driven by this. So there's a couple interesting reformatting techniques that I was going to share with you. Making you more positive, to, to turning your mind around, great healing agent, neuro-linguistic programming techniques, NLP, N as in Nancy, L as in Larry, P as in Peter. The first one is to alter tone. The first technique is to alter tone. The idea is when you're, when you're speaking to yourself, you're, you're thinking about your words, with tonality. So when you're thinking negative thoughts, you can alter the tone of your thoughts. For example, one of the things that they studied in neurolinguistic programming is to take a thought like, like a, a predominant negative thought that people are experiencing right now would be something like, we don't stand a chance against this sickness, something like that. It's a negative foreboding thought to change the tone of it, to alter the tone of it, to make it comedic, 
to change the energy of the word, to change the energy of the, the, of the phrase, to hear Mickey Mouse's voice saying it in your head instead of your voice, instead of your voice saying it with certitude, with, with, punctuality, with punctuation. We don't stand a chance with this sickness. Instead of a powerful, inflicting phrase like that, you can hear Mickey Mouse saying it with his high-pitched voice and silly vocal tone, and it actually creates a kind of comedy, a diffusing, disarming approach neurologically. That's a great NLP technique. It's called altering tone. So you can alter the tone of your negative phrases. You catch yourself speaking a negative phrase like, we'll never make it through the sickness. You can say it and hear it in a funny way. Hear it with Mickey Mouse's voice. And it just lightens the entire thing up. It changes the energy. It diffuses it. It disempowers the phrase. It changes the energy of the phrase. Believe me, these techniques work. They're powerful. The second technique is called meta-modeling. Meta-modeling, for example. If, if I had a thought in my mind, like I said a minute ago, we'll never make it through this horrible sickness. Question it with, critical, with a critical nature. Instead of hearing yourself just say, we'll never make it through this sickness, you can question yourself. Who says do they, do they really know the answer? Does anybody really know the answer? Question it. Doubt it. Place some doubt on it. So take what, what would be a devastating phrase, a disempowering phrase, a crippling phrase, and change the nature of the, of the phrase with your criticism. Nobody really knows what's going to go on. It, it can't be that bad. They're wrong a lot of the time. Question it. Change it. The next thing you can do is you can alter the tense. Everything is usually when you're speaking in the present tense. Make it in the past tense. So again, if the phrase is, we'll never make it through this horrible sickness, to change the tense. Put it in the past tense. You can say, for example, imagine, we used to think you weren't going to make it through this. Imagine, when this first happened, we were convinced that we were going to be overwhelmed. Change it into, weaken the phrase. We can attempt the tone, the, the, the certitude of it, bring it into realm in the, into the realm of doubt. Next is to make it in the third person. Instead of saying, I'll never make it through this, you can change it to the third person. They say people will never make it through this. I will. They say people will never make it through this. I'm not just regular people. I'm taking the time to eat properly, take care of myself. And I'm going to defer that to the third third person. Third person is anybody other than you. If they work hard at it, they can get their act together just like I am, but I'm not going to go, go this route. So clarify the third person as being the direction of that comment. The other thing is, you can shrink pictures. So if you have a, pic, have a picture in your mind of a country racing around right now, trying to figure this problem out, trying to fight with it, struggle with it, solutionize in a tough time, not easy for everybody. Struggle, struggle, struggle. You can disempower the struggle. You can disempower, again, with your linguistic programming is you're changing the divisions in your mind, changing the perceptions in your mind, changing the words in your mind, changing the pictures in your mind, so this number five technique is a disempowerment technique. You take you take two visions, you two pictures in your mind. One picture of this problem happening right now, another picture of in your mind of you being victorious, surfing it out through this process, being healthier in the end, being wiser in the end, having benefited from this process in a strange sort of way grown immeasurably, staying physically healthy, never got you, never got a hold of you. You beat the you beat the problem. So you have two pictures. You have that problem, the victory problem, the victory picture of it in your mind. And the problematic picture in your mind. The problematic picture is the present tense. Everybody racing about in, in confusion and fear and anxiety and helplessness and hopelessness. So you got two pictures, positive and a negative picture. 
you start off with the positive picture small, the negative picture big. Then you start to reverse the two, like a drawstring effect. You shrink the negative picture, shrink it, shrink it, shrink it. And as you're shrinking the negative picture of all that's going on right now, with stress and trauma, you expand the victorious picture in your mind. So it's an interesting it's an interesting technique where in your mind you're actually expanding the positive and shrinking the negative. If you start in reverse, you have to go through the whole process. You have to, re- you have to take the negative and draw it from a bigger picture to a smaller picture. And as you're doing that, you're expanding the positive picture from small to large. These are all techniques that have been engaged by Dr. Dr. Richard Bandler over, over since the mid-1970s that change your mind. And part of what we got to do stress-wise is change our mind. Because our minds are being overwhelmed. Our minds are being beaten up in a lot of ways. Again, there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no certitude. There's no confidence. There's no self-empowerment. That's what's missing. We need self-empowerment. We need certitude and confidence. We need to engage our, our efforts. What a difference it makes when you just wake up in the morning and you make yourself a breakfast that's a healthy breakfast and you're thinking all the while that you're doing something to, to make a difference in your own life. It's a powerful feeling to take your supplements, to correct your, your pH, take your vitamin A, your vitamin C, eat holistic nutrition, to eat holistically, I should say, organic foods, high-quality foods, high-quality nutrients, preventive diet, therapeutic diet, just to engage yourself at that level. Strengthens you, fortifies you. It fills you up with power. It's righteous power. It's benevolent power. It's it's self-empowerment power. It makes a difference in our lives. That's what we need to do. We need to make a difference in our own lives. We need to take responsibility. This isn't about helplessness and hopelessness. This isn't about reaction. It's about action. This isn't about intervention. It's about prevention. It's about working hard at getting a beat on this stuff. We can do that. There's enough viable information. There's enough research. There's enough holistic studies. We've talked about them in the past three weeks. Listen back to the old shows. Last week's show and the show before. We provide you with a lot of strategies. That if you're going to turn on the, turn on the news at night, you're going to read the newspaper in the morning. You're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to go on Facebook. You're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to get hammered. And you kind of get what you deserve. You clean it up. You start operating from within yourself at your highest level. Operate from your place of vision, your place of certitude, your place of confidence, your place of soulfulness. Make a difference in your own life. You have a healer within. Everybody has a healer within. Tap into the healer within. Get a good, get a good game plan engaged. Follow it. Be consistent with it. You'll surf through this process and assume this process. Keep something in mind. The reason they, they define flu season, flu season starts in October. It goes to May 1st. Think about that. It's as horrible as the flu is. And two years ago, we lost 86,000 people to the influenza. 86,000 we lost to the flu. That's a true story. So the reason why they declare flu season from October 1st to May 1st it's because sunlight, heat, warmth make a difference in viruses. We're already into, we're well into March. Soon it'll be April. Soon it'll be May. It's getting warmer. The curve is going to start looking more favorable every day. You've got to be patient. The meanwhile, there's some precious lessons that can be taken advantage of here. This can be a time of growth. This can be a time of expansion consciousness-wise. This can be the most important time in your life to make it so. Take a short break. My name is Mark Nicolius in the Natural Health Show here on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 8 o'clock. Hopefully listen to us each, each and every Sunday night. Spread the word. We're going to take a short break. Be right back. Stay tuned. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. 
Success to maximize your calorie burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating. The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. Alrighty, welcome back. Great to have you with us. The night goes so, the show goes so fast. Incredible. Before we part, I want to make sure I give you some supplements for stress during this time. Effective supplements. For starters, my favorite anti-anxiety medicine. And again, there's a lot of anxiety spreading around right now, but if you're condemning with anxiety and you want a supplement that's food grade, not pharmaceutical, no side effects. There's a company called Thorn, T-H-O-R-N-E, Thorn, T-H-O-R-N-E. Thorn makes a Pharma GABA, P-H-A-R-M-A, Pharma GABA, G-A-B-A. That's gamma aminobutyric acid. It's the same stuff that Xanax produces high receptors for. It's a natural chemical in the brain that calms and soothes our anxiety. So it's called Thorn Pharma GABA. 250 milligrams, I take four a day, spread them out. Take morning, late morning, early afternoon, late afternoon, four a day. Thorn Pharma GABA for anxiety. Also for stress, whenever we're under stress, we produce a lot of cortisol. Cortisol is a hormone that can make life kind of rough in a lot of different ways. Wears down the immune system, etc. There's a product called Holy Basil, made by New Chapter. That's New Chapter. Holy, H-O-L-I, basil, B-A-S-I-L, holy basil. That's 500 milligrams. I'd spread that out as well, four a day. One early morning, late morning, early afternoon, late afternoon, four a day. Spread them out. There's another herb that's quite useful called ashwagandha, A-S-H-W-A-G-A-N-D-A, ashwagandha. 500 milligrams, again, four a day. Spread them out the same way. One, One early morning late morning, one early afternoon, one late afternoon. So holy basil is for stress. Ashwagandha is for stress. Thorn Parmagavis for anxiety. There's an interesting Ayurvedic herb called Bacopa Maneri. B-A-C-O-P-A. B as in Bob. A-C-O-P-A. Bacopa Maneri. M-O-N-N-I-E-R-I. Bacopa Maneri. The thing I like about that is it's great for stress and anxiety, and it elevates mood. It's a terrific herb. Just take it as directed. Bacopa Maneri, B-A-C-O-P-A, M-O-N-N-I-E-R-I. Nice combination of helping us kind of take the edges off our stress, take the edges off our anxiety, and give us a little mood boost. Very important. I've, I've talked in the past about Bach flower remedies, B-A-C-H, Bach flower remedies. Now, these are developed in the 1920s, in the late 19, 19, 19, 19, 18, 1917, early 1920s. The Dr. Edward Bach, who was a botanist in England, realized that flowers, flowering plants, flowering trees like gorse and hornbeam, 
crop rows, flowering plants had a capacity to heal at the subtler levels. So in his research, Dr. Bach found that using these, these in remedy form, these, these Bach flowers in remedy form, the drops or tinctures, can actually help alleviate specific stress. So there's, there's things like rock rose, which sudden unexpected emergencies, rock rose is used for sudden unexpected emergencies. So this, this is kind of fitting the bill here for what we're dealing with. This has been a sudden unexpected emergency. So the perfect remedy for it is rock rose. R-O-C-K, rock rose, like the flower, R-O-S-E. B-A-C-H, rock flower, rock rose. That tincture is, should be taken three drops in three ounces of water three times a day for about a month. Also, hornbean, H-O-R-N-B-E-A-N, H-O-R-N-B-E-A-N, hornbean. Bach hornbean is for over, feeling overburdened. Whenever you're feeling overburdened, you're just feeling completely burned out, overwhelmed. You can't keep up with books, but you're contending with. You're, you're just climbing mountains all the time, never getting to the top. That's a great medicine. Hornbean, H-O-R-N-B-E-A-N. Again, same three, three drops and three ounces of water three times a day. I should tell you that these can all be put in the same glass of water, too. You know, they don't require a separate glass of water. Finally, there's one called gorse, G-O-R-S-E, gorse. Gorse is for hopelessness and helplessness. We've been talking about that all night tonight. So gorse is a very effective medicine for natural medicine for hopelessness and helplessness. G-O-R-S-E. Again, three drops, three times a day. The only other one I was going to mention, actually, is mustard, just like just like the condiment, M-U-S-T-A-R-D, mustard. Mustard is for gloom and depression. So, again, hornbeam is for being overburdened. Mustard is for gloom and depression. Rock rose is for sudden unexpected emergencies. Perfect medicines. Boxflower medicines are pretty pretty wonderful. They work beautifully well. All right. It's about that time. So let's start wrapping it up. And I just want to make sure I concluded here. I think it's important that we take the bull by the horns here. We become action-oriented, not reaction. Victimized. That's a good term I'd like to, to, to voice. We become victimized by reaction. We need to engage in positive action. Correct your pH. Improve your diet. Tune into tonight's show. Listen back again if you need to go back over it. The recommendations. Last week's show, the show the week before. I've listed supplements, vitamins, over-the-counter supplements that are antiviral. Told you how to correct your pH to make make sure that you know you're not supporting the replication process of viruses. A lot of information. You take this show, the last two shows prior, really engage the process. You'd be action. You'd be action bound. No question about it. You'd be preventing disease. You'd be action-based. You'll neutralize your helplessness and hopelessness, which is the breeding ground of stress. Uh, I'm just going to suggest that you all work hard. And thank you for listening. Great to, great to have been with you. I enjoyed it every, each and every Sunday. Until next Sunday, this is Mark McCullough reminding you all, please be wise, be aware, be well. Make it a healthy week. Good night. Everybody